These are tales of danger and the pursuit of endless riches. Adventurers and heroes from all parts of the world charging into the unknown, setting steel and magic against the most impossible foes, with each time wondering if this would be the last. Storms gather on the horizon, and evil rises from the waters of despair. These are tales of endless adventure. These are the Awakened Fables. The party makes its way through the Verte Jardin forest, where they discover a presence. They discover a unicorn who escorts them through an overgrown and dark path created in the canopy above. The party comes across an enraged druid found to be protecting a small sprout, an offshoot of the magical Chantefayen tree that is located in the elven homeland of Merendor. They convince the druid they have no ill intention to him, the sprout, or the forest. He leads them to the small druidic community residing in the forest where they take the opportunity to rest. At dawn the next day, the druid leads them north until they finally emerge from the forest and continue heading towards the city of Escher Ridge. Welcome back to the Return to Estron, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dungeon Master Sam, and with me we have Addison, Luke, Luke, Michael, and Rob. As of our last session, our intrepid adventurers have gone through the Verdejarden Forest, where they discover that the forest seems to be quite out of sorts. However, upon being discovered by a unicorn and escorted through the uh, twisty path throughout the dark trees, they were able to restrain themselves and in doing so were able to win over a very enraged druid who had been protecting the Chantefayan sprout, a small sprout which linked to the Chantefayan tree the capital, in the capital city of the elves. Since then, our players have been spending their time with the druid and then afterwards they have headed north and finally coming out of the Verdejarden forest and heading towards the city of Escher Ridge. Now, in the last week, there have been some developments. So, Michael with Nero, what has Nero been up to in the last week? So, over the last few months or weeks, Nero's been uh, having an awakening of the soul, so to say, as he's uh, uncovered the, uh, as he's journeyed down the way of the uncovered path. Uh, so he's been uh, developing his his monkish abilities, and now has the ability to read thoughts and uh, and even um, track track people. Don't okay. Yep, go on. No, oh, that that was it. <coughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> all good. All right. So some nice uh, monkish developments with. Um... Nero, uh, Rob, what has young master Tinkeret Pipe Drone been up to? Tinkeret Pipe Drone has been working with a local druid, the one that we worked with together to save the, the uh, Chantafine Sprout, to turn my rapier into an undead damaging rapier, a corpse-slaying rapier. So I've been doing that. And I also read a couple of books and dug up around because I heard there was a adventurer who tried to find the the, sh- the sprout but died and I found his body and on his body a thing of protection so stuck that on Plus, I've been doing some further war- warlock understanding without communing with my pact and um, I now can see in the dark Ooh, your patron must be very 
happy with your progress if that's the case. I I, I believe so. <laughs> or are they? Don't well, know. That's it. I don't know how long that will last. <laughs> that is very fair. All right. And um, Luke F, what has Saltorum been up to this week? I have been focusing on my um, developing magical ability um, and um, learning uh, some new spells and also how to use the Wand of the War Mage, which the Druid granted uh, to me for my assistance in healing the Sprout. It's a very generous druid. War, Wand of the War Mage, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, provides him with a plus one to his spell attacks. It also means that he is able to ignore half cover in combat. So, going to curve those fireballs. Yep. <laughs> fireballs. fireballs. All right. And Addison, what is more calm than up to? Uh, similar to uh, Tinkeret, uh, he's turned his uh, halberd into a, uh, a corpse layer um, and he's he's taken the the name of Holy Avenger for it. Ooh, Holy Avenger. There's a name to strike fear into the forces of darkness. Mm. All right, so is that empowerment by his god or is that something he hopes to be empowered by his god? Um, no, I think that's something that uh, he's he's been basically been praying a lot to his god, and his god gave him the the instruction to name it Holy Avenger, um, and to to smite smite down undead uh, in his name. Excellent. All right, and Luke E, are you back yet? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. No. Uh, well, well. In that case, for everyone else, um, as far as I'm aware, Olga has simply been working on his particular skills, sharpening them up on the uh, more darker dangers of the forest. And in doing so, he has also received his own reward from the druid. Um, aside from that, he has simply uh, been able to enhance his spear and has been testing it and trying to make sure it's all okay. Now, from here, guys, there have been no further problems between you and the, you, the Chantafane Sprout, and Escher Ridge. Uh, it seems that the forest seem to pretty much get out of your way as you depart from the Druid and head north through one of the passes of this mountain range. After about five days' travel, going north, then northwest, and then immediately west, you guys have entered into Escher Ridge, which is the easternmost city, or the easternmost human city of of the kingdom. Now, Escher Ridge is a fairly large city, one of the largest human settlements across this particular country. For the most part, you do know that it has some excellent seafood, but it derives the majority of its economy from the various oceans and seas around it. It looks like it's fairly profitable. You see all the signs of a well-maintained city, uh, and even with your very sharp perception among certain of you, such as Nero, you note that there seems to be very little in the way of obvious crime. So the city itself seems to be largely ba- uh, based out of stone from the nearby mountains, which in this case is a mixture of slate 
and granite. The city itself and the people among it don't necessarily seem overly um, in uh, economically rich, but they seem like they're getting by and have no problems, at least with their higher-ups at this particular case. All right, I just heard a ding. Did somebody just come in? Seems like Luke joined back, but I don't know if we can hear him. Yeah, I don't think I can hear him. That's all right. Uh, Luke, if you can't hear me, just message me on Discord and I will see if I can kick you out of the server and then you can come back in. Oh, there we go. Now yeah. we can. There it goes. Hello? Yo. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, we're good. All right, perfect. In that case, Luke, do you want to let us know what Ogre has been up to? I provide a, provided a very bad summary. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ogre has just been learning going off the druid and has enchanted his spear with uh, the effects of phasing via the phase spiders and just been on the road just throwing his spear at trees and phasing it back to his hand before it hits. Alrighty. It seems that like you are still encountering some microphone problems, but for the most part, I think the message got through. Ogre has just been learning Sylvan, and he's been learning how to deal with his new spear, which has acquired the power to teleport itself back to his hand after it's been used. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Silence means yes. <laughs> All right. So, upon entering... Ogre, wait a second, Sam. Ogre also decided... Yeah, can you guys hear me or not? Um, And silence means yes. (laughs) Somehow I feel like that's not the case, but you know, there's nobody here to say otherwise. Rules are rules. (laughs) All right. So, upon entering Escher Ridge, the group of you are suddenly flagged down as a smoke, as a courier walk, run, quickly runs up to both Tinkeret and Salturan before making a quick bow. Um, excuse me, sirs, would I be receiving the honor of talking to the sons of House Pipe Drone and the house of uh, the son of House Vikram? You are indeed. I am most glad up, to hear that. Get up, my boy, get up. <laughs> I am most glad to hear that, and thank you, sir. Oh, I have been asked to remain by this gate in case that you had come here. It seems that you have some correspondence, I believe, from the army waiting for you at the guard captain's um, headquarters. Uh, would you step aside for a moment, my, my, my good man, while I talk to Lord Salturum here for a second? Of course, my lord. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Salturum, if the yes. army wanted to contact us, why wouldn't they use the stone? That does sound unusual. Hmm. Though, to be frank, they've never contacted us through the stone before. We've always contacted them. No, I think they have contacted us through the stone. Um, well, we could, always, we, could always, we could always make a contact yep. um, now so, and, and verify the story. True, and let's let's just let everyone be aware. That's all, I guess. Let's yes. make everyone aware. Yes. Thank so you, my boy. Thank you. Thank you for that moment of privacy. Uh, do you need to take us somewhere? I can provide you directions, but if my lord, if you would like me to take you there directly, my lord, I am perfectly capable of doing so. Let's let's do that, shall we? 
Of course. Right this way, sir. All right. So the pathway that he leads you through Escher Ridge is fairly winding. You can see that the majority of the city does seem to be at least under a reasonable layer of dirt. And as I mentioned before, the city seems to be of middling prosperity. You do wander through various markets, but and as you go through, you are able to note that the city itself seems to have at least three churches, and it also seems to have a local major's guild. Uh, in connection to that you can also see a few stores which are currently selling a few smaller trinkets mainly small uh, baubles just to entertain tourists and keep the those higher ups who are a little bit more easily entertained occupied now the path that he eventually leads you up to is a dark stone building which is very ominous from the outside and you can see that it seems to be stationed with the king's flag this is currently the guards headquarters of the city of Escheridge. excellent excellent uh, so we're from where we're now my good man uh if you will go through the second door to the right um my lord then you should be able to pick up your correspondence I believe if you simply ask the main clerk at the front, then they will be able to provide it to you. Certainly, certainly. You lead the way. I think it's best that you introduce us. Right away, my lord. So with that, he leads you forward and pushes open a dark oaken door. Now, on the inside, it is quite a deal warmer than it is outside, as the it is a fairly cold day today. You can see that the inside seems to be warmly decorated with some fairly sparse chairs, but a fireplace nearby crackles quite merrily. A clerk sits behind a desk in wearing the garb of the um, police of the city, so the city guards, and as you enter the, uh, enter the building, he looks up and just scans the crowd, his eyes settling for a little longer on Tinkerit and uh, Ogre before he moves on to his companions. Yes, how can I help you today? Uh, this good gentleman here has informed us we have correspondence waiting. Both my Lord Salturum Vikram here and myself, Tinkrit Pipe Drone, Esquire. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are the ones who were uh, intended to come, th uh, intended to have correspondence delivered. Just a moment. Sirs, and I will be able to retrieve it for you. So the policeman, guardsman, uh, gets up from his desk and he heads into an adjoining room where you can see he seems to be bending over and accessing a small um, file cabinet. It isn't quite filled with much. It looks like the everything is quite orderly and tidy in this particular room. After he gives a bit of a... Uh, a successful aha he returns and hands a fairly thick level of parchment which has been sealed with the emblem of commander droit to Saltorum. here you are my lord <clears throat> thank you um all right uh when did this arrive I have been advised that the commander had this sent through roughly three days ago. I have also been advised that apparently similar letters have been provided to many other villages and cities nearby in the hopes that you will be able to receive at least one copy of these. 
right. Uh, I, I, I might just have a word with, 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 my, with Lord Tinkred for one second. Um, Did I think he was lying by any chance, Sam? Uh, what's your passive? Oh, wait, no, I literally have your stats up now. Ha-ha, go me. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> All right, so passive insight of plus eight. All right, so the gods themselves would have an issue lying to you. You don't get the in, um, do not get the impression that he's lying to you. But on the other hand, you don't get the impression that he has much of a personality to lie with. The clerk behind the desk seems to be a little deliberate in his speech patterns, and you anticipate that his thinking processes are probably on the same level. All right. Um, well, my, my Lord Tinkret, um, it is unusual that he has been sending out so many letters to try and find us, um, it particularly is. when we have the stones for him to communicate. Let's take um, a moment to this. try and contact him on the stone, don't you think? Yep, I agree. Okay, uh, we, we will try and contact Commander Droit on the stone. No. Well... Just uh, flagging that I think it'd be worthwhile, chaps, if I also tried uh, maybe undoing this uh, envelope maybe with thieves' tools so it's... Uh, yes, my thoughts exactly. In case it's trapped or some such. I concur, good Nero. So as you guys begin to confer and um, begin to pull out the communication stone, the policeman guardsman steps forward. If your lords would like, we do have private rooms in which we question any suspects. I can escort you one, uh, escort you there if you would desire some privacy away from the common folk. That's my insight to see if he's fiddling with us. Again, you... Oh, sorry, no. Tinkrit, in this case, also feels that this uh, guardsman does not seem to have any malicious intent. Uh, I, I, th- I think we can, uh, if, you, if you just give us some space, we can, uh, we'll finish our conversation and review the correspondence and come, back, uh, and, and come back to you. Of course, my lords. I will deal with the courier and dismiss him as well. The, sorry, the courier? The courier is still here? I presume so. You guys walked in with him. Uh, I, th- I thought you said he was a courtier. <laughs> oh, courtier. No, courier. Okay. I, uh, Okay, a courier. All right. Um, yes. Let's let, let let's uh let's just contact Commander Droid on the um stone. The yeah. All right, Sam. I'll contact him. All right. Insert generic internet dial tone here, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear the right. fax sound. The old like the old fax. Or the, the old modem sound. Remember the yes. Modem yeah. yeah, the old school one. <laughs> Alrighty, so it takes probably a moment of speaking into the stone, and when a voice sounds through, it sounds very distant and very crackly, as if you're yelling at somebody from a great distance. Hello? Uh, is speaking. It's Lord Vikram and Lord Tinkrat calling for uh, needing to contact Commander Droit um, as a matter of urgency. Me- de- Roy, I will on message. Salturum? Correct. Just moment, please. Sounds like your normal internet, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, my uh, internet is actually the original NBN, you know, fiber to the premises here. 
I'm just staring. <laughs> All right. It's more like Ogres. <laughs> yeah, can you guys actually hear me? <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> uh, all right. So when Commander Droid's um, voice begins to come through the speaking phone, you can can't really. It seems to be undergoing similar muttering something in a very irritated tone. There is a moment of silence before an abrupt burst and crackling noise. It seems to solve at least the fading out, but he still seems to be very faded away. Hello, am I speaking with Lord Salturum? Commander Droid, we've arrived in Escherbridge and uh, have been immediately um, approached by a courier who claims to have been sent by you to deliver a letter to Lord Tinkred and I. Is that correct? That is correct. I've been attempting to communicate with your group for some time. Is there some potential that there may have been interference with the stones? We have been, Commander, combating the legacy of the evil we pursue in the forest north of Escheridge for the last uh, number of days. Uh, The Verted Jardin Forest, is that it? That's correct. Yes. Um, Understood. It is a heavily magical location, and sometimes it does cause interference with such magical items such as the speaking stones. But at the current time, it seems that I have been lucky enough for you to receive the correspondence. So has there been any other problems that I should be kept apprised of? We, we, were, yeah, we were concerned that the communications from the army may have been compromised given who we're, given the nature of the power we're dealing with, so we wish to confirm the um, authenticity of the, the letter um, with you directly. Of course. If uh, there were such compromises, then I would of, uh, immediately advise you via some other medium, but I can understand your worries about going through the speaking stone and the communication directly. Uh, my Lord uh, Tinkrit, do you think we should uh, take up more of the good commander's time um, or read the correspondence and get and re- return to him if we have any questions? The latter, my good, my good man, the latter. <laughs> Thank you, Commander Droid. We've, we, we will uh, read your correspondence. If we have any questions after reading it, we'll, we, we will contact um, you again. Yes, of course. I trust that you are succeeding well in your mission, and I look forward to hearing your reports. All right, let's open this letter. I still do the thieves' tool thing on its own. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And All I'd right. also like to investigate it to see if there's a any proof of its provenance. Mm-hmm. All right, hit me up with your dice rolls. We are a suspicious mob tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Ooh, sleight of hand for 25. Nice work. All right, so using your thieves' tools, you are definitely going to be able to succeed and open this letter. Flavor it up for me. You are going to be drastically successful about being able to open this without interfering with the content. <laughs> <laughs> the uh taking a lance looking device i prize the uh the the seal free mm-hmm. but uh keeping it perfectly intact so it's potentially able to be reused and then um 
slide it slide it open and uh whilst checking to see if there's any sort of poisonous gases or powders or some radioactive isotopes hidden inside perfect Alrighty. So to a casual client, particular letter is containing anything malevolent. A further check over seems to indicate that this letter has been sketched by Commander Droid, or at least someone very familiar with his handwriting. You have no inclination to be written by Commander Droid. You're fading in and out, Sam. Yeah, no, sorry, Sam. Sorry. You are able to confirm that it seems to be written in the hand of Commander Droit or by somebody familiar, very familiar with his uh, handwriting. However, you have no inclination to disbelieve it was not written by Commander Droit. So as you guys finish up with the letter, there is a quick knock at the door. And as you look over, you can see that the guardsman clerk is standing there holding a small pouch. Uh, Sirs, I've been advised to deliver this to you along with the letter came in a co- with a courier it was delivered shortly after this letter as well there seems to be simply a note here saying to reward you for a good job please consider your accommodation purchased already hmm. uh nero <laughs> <laughs> some checking that needs to be done. I'm feeling particularly yes. suspicious today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing this, yeah, guys. This, this clerk must think we are the biggest bunch of weirdos. <laughs> was that free board? Um, good for me. <laughs> so, Sam, I'm at my earliest opportunity, I want to try and sort of map out the lie of the land with this place and what's going on with the watch and what's going on with the... It's a port town as well, so there's, surely there'll be a thriving criminal community. So it's... um. It's how so. I guess I asked, how do we find where where will we be lodged? Where are we staying, chap? Alrighty. Well, when you do check into the pouch, eventually after I presume doing every single test aside from opening it, you yeah, are I, able I, to come back into saving half an hour, half an hour gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> you are able to discover that there seems to be ten gold coins inside. Investigation twenty one. Yep, there's tw- ten gold coins inside and. <laughs> Presumably, with the instructions, um, it is intended for you to find some nice accommodation for yourself. Oh. With 10 gold coins, you are almost assuredly the finest that the city can offer. And I assume Tinkrit is trying to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, there's still 10. I was just going to play a trick, but not steal it. Ah, okay. <laughs> like All actual right. sleight of hand. <laughs> a what? Do actual sleight of hand. Say. And perhaps we should pay with these 10 gold coins. But, um, so I, I turn to the clerk and say, if we were to go, if we were to, go to Austria, how would we get to Austria from here? Who should we speak with? Uh, I would recommend speaking with the harbour master, sir, but to book transport to Austria will likely require you to receive permission from the guard captain. At the moment, he is currently on rounds with some of our newest recruits, but he should be back by night's fall. If you would like, I can forward your residential address, and he may be able to come to you directly. Please do. Please do. I'm really tired. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) 
<laughs> Exhausted We're... level six. Okay, so Addison's dead. Time to reroll more <laughs> time. <laughs> quick, uh, a quick uh, healing word on him. <laughs> you can't cast he healing will on him. He's dead. He's not just a little dead. He's fully dead. <laughs> he's not. He's not proving. <laughs> Oh, where where should we stay? <laughs> Is there anywhere that you recommend? Anywhere that's uh, particularly good for uh, getting a bit of the local flavour of the town? Um, so you guys heard as far as the um, captain of the guard is very stern. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> of course, the uh, the the. Cap the captain of the guard, he is uh, very disciplined and he expects the same from among his men. They are only, they are allowed to drink, but only outside their, uh, their work hours, sir. And even then they are expected to moderate their, uh, their, their intake. What's this chap's name? We're due to meet him this evening and I would hate to uh, offend him, but he seems to be running a tight ship. Of course, sir. Uh, you would be looking for... Where are we? Do, 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 do. You would be looking for Captain Julien Pelissier, sir. Uh, just Captain Pelissier is probably the uh, recommended for a guard from, a, uh, from these other cities to refer to him by. How long has he been in the job? Uh, so he's been the captain of our fair city for about two years now. Hmm. Seems to run a tight ship. Of course. When you are a seafaring port such as ours, then we are... Hello? Yeah. He's... Mapow. <laughs> Bum, bum. Yep. To be fair, I did just lean forward. Did that fix it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, apparently, it just means my microphone is being overly sensitive and cutting me off. Uh-huh. All right. So I need to sit back, which is probably going to be better for my posture and this pinched uh, nerve. <clears throat> um, crap. What was I saying? <laughs> the um, tight ship. Yeah. I guess. He... Uh, the captain prides himself on reducing the amount of criminals in the city and ensuring that the uh, folks such as myself are able to get on with their life without any interference from the more unpopular elements. Is it bad for business for you? Oh, I certainly don't think so, sir. We, uh, we have an abundance of seafood and we export quite a lot, especially to the capital city who seem to enjoy our produce. Mm. Fantastic. Um, seeing as we're here, should we get some food? Of course, sir. Uh, is there anything that you would prefer? We are running a um, delightful seafood gumbo. Gumbo away. Yeah. Take the gumbo. In that case, sir, it will be five copper coins, and I'll be right back with your juice as well. All right. So moving on now to Salturum and Tinkerit. Now, you guys are heading towards the Squared Otter, which, I won't lie, the Squared Mustilidae is the one that's probably going to stick in my head. <laughs> Cubed, whatever, I can't recall. 
Um, so the in itself does seem to be fairly high class, and even as you have a look, you can see that the insides of it seem to be incredibly warm, and here in there, Solterum, you're able to see the occasional magical ward to um, encourage warmth, happiness, and prosperity to the business, as well as a few other wards to uh, try and stave off bad luck and any criminal element coming in. So it does seem to indicate that this is a very well-respected inn and that they do have a little bit of coin to throw around to try and add those little extra benefits to the those who seek its lodgings. Fantastic. Well, I will go in see if I can find the innkeeper. So upon entering, you are greeted almost immediately by a very happy middle-aged halfling who, upon seeing you, simply says, Welcome, my lords. How can I help you today? Well, my lord, uh, Tinker and I would be looking for rooms for ourselves and also our, uh, our, our, our party. Um, so we'll be needing um, six rooms um, and... Uh, meals. Um, uh, my Lord Tinkeret, um, do you have any requests? <laughs> Evidently not. Oh, he's back. All right. So, uh, good, good innkeeper. Um, has, what can you tell us about? Uh, we've just arrived in the city and we've be eager to learn of any of the um, important re recent local events and news. Um, what, what can you tell us about um, anything of note that's occurred in, in, in the recent weeks? Hmm. Recent events. Um, just a moment. And he just turns and you see him yell for somebody in the back. Um, and almost immediately, a young halfling child does um, emerge from a nearby room and pretty much stations himself directly next to Tinkrip. Can I take your bag, sir? Where, my boy, where? <laughs> oh, to, to your room? Are you not checking in? And he gives a bit of a unsure look to um, the innkeeper. I jest, my lad, I jest. Of course you may. But, but beware, I have cast terrible cantrips upon it. <laughs> right away, sir. We do... Uh... If, if you are truly a mage, we are able to provide uh, provide the greatest accommodations for you. D do you require lodgings for a familiar? And then he just has a look around as if curious. No, no familiar that needs lodging. Of course, right away, sir. In that case, I will take them towards our best rooms for you. Do you take them all the way to the room, my boy? Of course, sir. Where else would I take them? You said you're going to take them towards the rooms. Uh, sir, you've got me there. And then he just gives a bit of a grin, and then he uh, picks up the bag and begins to kind of stumble his way uh, up a staircase. Oh. All right, my lords. Uh, you said that you were looking for some major events around the city. Um, hmm. Uh, I suppose that's... We did recently have our Baroness's son return to the city, and aside from that, uh, we've had a good harvest this year, a good intake of the fish. Honestly, it's been a good year, but I don't think anything major has really happened. Was there something that you were after specific, like, sir? The Baroness's son. What can you tell me about him? 
Ah, yes, the Baroness's son. He is, um... He is a very quiet boy. He's always been rather shy. I don't recall him making many friends among us here in the city, but I can't really say anything negative towards him. Uh, if um, you do have an interest, and you are lords, the chances are he may seek you out as per uh, social uh, protocol. So um, it must have must be uh, he must have been gone for some time for it to have been a a matter of note in the city when he returned. Oh yes, sir. He, as far as I'm aware, has been studying in the capital city this entire time. But as he is now of age, he has returned to and finalized his schooling. He has finally returned to the city, and I suppose he'll be settling down to do whatever nobles are wont to do. I suppose. And that the noble, the noble house that that uh, of Esherbridge, um, the name escapes me momentarily. Would you rem- be so kind as to remind me of the name? So he looks you up and down for a moment, and uh, presumably you are also like showing off the emblem of House um, Vikram. Yep. Yep. And also House Pipe Drone. Pipe Drone. Pipe Drone. Yes. Ah, uh, my lords, I am honoured to advise that you are in the baronry of uh, House Foxcal. Ah, yes, that's right. I remember now. <coughs> it's been a long journey today. Uh, I, I do need to catch some rest. My my mind is certainly not keeping up to speed. Do what we recall um, their connection to Canard? Canard? Do I recall that, Sam? Can I? Okay, what do I know about this, this mob? Um, what what um, would I have as a noble um, some basic information about this house? Um, or do I need to roll? Um, what? Oh, wait, no, I have these things up here. I need to stop asking what you guys, what your insights are, because now that you're all on D&D Beyond, I can just look at it. What, what, what yes. the insight? Do you want us to roll? Um, I'm just bringing up your passive histories, that's all. Yeah, history is... Uh, I, I got a... Okay, Zoltorum has a passive history of 14. And Tinkerit has a passive history of 10. <laughs> Alright, give me a moment. Uh, what was the name of the house again, Sam? Uh, just put it into the chat. Should still be there. House Focal. So that's like um, Focal. Uh-huh. It's like pretend Californians. <laughs> House Focal. Oh, you're sending us something. Yes, I am. Okay. Is there a way to have like a second room where you could pop us in and then tell us that and then pop back? Um, hypothetically, yes. Hmm. I mean, we I can set up a second. We can use the birthday, the Awakened Fables birthday. 
Let us yeah, I have no idea it. where that one even came from. I think. I don't know. <laughs> but we could get there and then you could tell us and then we could, that would save you all the typing. Mm. Probably my... would be the logical manner and I should have done this before, huh? Oh, my Lord Tinkred, I, I, I do recall um, the, the young hair to House Focal. I did come across him um, briefly in the capital now that I recall. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, more, more, I know more of him by um, r report than by any personal experience. Right, um, and we might, we, might, we, we might, we might have a, we might have a conversation, so, uh, some more conversation about this later over a glass of wine. Um, splendid, splendid, um, Lord Tinkrick. Um, good innkeeper. Um, the, the 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 is has the Baroness planned any particular celebration at all for the return of young Celipe? Our great Baroness is currently in the capital herself. I believe that she simply sent her son back in order to oversee the uh, required noble duties here, while she herself is uh, representing our baronry within the uh, within the House of Lords. Mm. Interesting. We we noticed quite a lot of constabulary about. Any particular reason for that? More than normal. Oh, of course, sir. Our city is the safest port this side of Esteran, and we and pride ourselves in that uh, reputation. It so is, uh, I suppose, more of a reflection of the current captain of the guard. He uh, prior to his appointment, this city was a uh, quite unsafe to walk about, particularly at night. A hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> it is a very flavourable phrasing, but not unsuitable for that uh, description. Lovely, lovely. Um, you will, of course, want me to perform, having heard of me. It's not faded out for me. Sorry, what? Can't hear you, Sam. <laughs> Repeat that. You kind of buzzed out for me. Can you guys hear me again? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay, cool. All right. Repeat that last thing for me, Rob. I said, "Will you will of course want me to perform in your in your hall, knowing my reputation?" Of course, my lord. I did not dare to ask just in case just in case you thought it presumptuous but no. if you're willing to perform for my uh for the residents who are currently here then i would be quite honored to uh, hear you seeing you've been such a polite and welcome host i will have my my normal appearance fee he gives you a bow from behind the desk of course my lord is there anything else i might be able to do for you no, I think not. Of course. If that's the case, uh, might I take the presumption to order yourself and Lord Solturum some hot water so that you may refresh yourself from the road? Oh, I think we'd prefer wine. Isn't that right, Solturum, well, my boy? I, I, <laughs> why can't we do both? Indeed, let's do both. <laughs> <laughs> right away, sirs, I will get that organised. We bathe in the water, though, and drink the wine. <laughs> Well, that is slightly different, my lord, than the way we usually do it. Indeed. Let's try the normal fashion. Now roll that d20 and see what you end up bathing in instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Alrighty. Now, Addison with Morkan, you are heading for, towards the markets in order to see whether you might be able to find yourself a good deal. Um, was there anything in particular that you were looking for? Um, can I just quickly, before I go on, just requested, like, if anyone wants anything, just nothing, like, huge. I, I specifically want plate mail, but basically I'm doing, like, coffee orders. Anybody want anything before I go, or are we good? Um, I'll get a couple of hand axes, if that's cool. This is no worries. Oh, I would be, I'd be interested in some, some, some very light, um, uh, some very light armor, but something which will not impair my sorceress, um, powers. So if you see anything there, um, uh, I can compensate you, uh, uh for the cost of it on your return, or alternatively, re- re- reserve it for me to pick up later. Oh, that's more likely. I don't know how much I have on my person at the moment. Uh, more calm. Thank you so much. If this conversation happened before we split split up, but uh, I'm certainly keen for any uh, shops of curiosities. There's uh, some yeah. items that I think could assist. Of course. Uh... I'll suss it out. All right, and uh, I head off to the to the market. Alrighty. So the markets itself aren't overly that extravagant, particularly compared to the larger cities of, for example, Verabir or Fiberg. However, they do seem to have enough uh, trinkios and curiosities that most tourists here should be able to find at least something that they may be wanting to buy. For the most part, the street food is going to be um, seafood-based, but you do occasionally see other food and vegetables being offered as well. Now, as you begin to head towards the industrialized area with the smiths and so forth, you can see that the quality of work does seem to be varied quite drastically between many of the smiths, and it takes you some time before you're able to find a smith whose wares meet your personal demands. Now, it looks like this particular smith in question is able to specialize, it looks like, in iron. So they are able to provide to you hand, a hand axe, but lighter leather might be a little bit more difficult. Uh, sorry, lighter leather armor might be a bit more difficult if you're looking for those. Not a problem. Uh, what kind of, how many hand axes, how, what's the going price for one hand axe? So the smith uh, washes off her hands and looks you up and down. Uh, for you, sir, I think these ones will be a bit too light for a uh, for a Goliath such as yourself. Oh no, they're for a they're for a half orc. So, what what whatever you think is best. Half orc. She stops for a moment before she wanders her way over to a small collection of axes. I believe that these ones might be best for him at the moment. I'm currently pricing them at about five gold pieces each. Okay, I'll grab I'll grab two of them. Two of them, sir? Of course. All right. No Anything problem. else? Thank you very much. Uh, do you by chance have any plate armor? Full plate armor? Plate armor? Ooh. Don't, there isn't much demand for that at the moment. For the most part, the captain of the guard does seem to prefer that we his men go around in chain armor, but I'll see whether there is any project that I might have unfinished. If that is the case, sir, I might not be able to sell it to you immediately, but it should be ready by by morning. That is not a problem. Just a moment, sir, and I'll see what I can find. Of course. Alrighty. 
Do, 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 do. Oh. Don't mind me. Definitely not looking up things on D and D Beyond. Here we go. It's like two thousand gold. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? One thousand five hundred. You were actually really close. Well, comparatively. All right, let's have a look. Ah, uh, here we are. So, sir, it is as I feared. It looks like we did originally have some plate armor destined to be sold. Uh, it does look like this one, unfortunately, was left in the back, and it does have some rust, but I should be able to buff that out and fix up any of these small uh, issues of wear and tear for you. But as is want for plate armor, it is going to be a pretty penny. I'm looking at... Oh. I'm willing to take away some of the costs just uh, to cover the disrepair and state it's in the net now, but I can't charge a less than 1,250 gold pieces right now. Right, okay. That is a lot. How about... Do you need anything done? Can I do anything for you just to, you know, any favors that can bring down any, any of this gold price? Hmm. She stops for a moment and it looks very thoughtful. There are a, uh... you are a man of the church, is that correct? Correct. I am a man of uh, Helm. And would I be so bold as to say that you are very strong? You could assume that, yes. Wonderful. There are a few, um, let's say, disreputable sorts around around the city about four people who have uh, commissioned jobs but seem unwilling to provide the gold for me i believe that if you are willing to liberate them of course just asking them and i'm sure that you'll ask perfectly politely of their uh due wear due gold then i believe that we may be able to come to a deal not a problem who are these people, and where are they? So she stops for a moment, and then she writes down a very quick list on some parchment she has nearby. All right, here we are. So these are the ones who have, uh, keep running out on their cost. I've been getting excuses from them for months, but if you're able to bring back the amount of gold that they owe me, then I see no reason I might not, I may be able to sell this uh, plate to you for as little as 200 gold pieces. Oh, not a problem. Excellent. Well, in that case, I'll get sorted and uh, get it prepared, and so long as you bring me the full amount of money that's owed to me, then I believe we should have this sorted by morning. Of course. I will do this for you. Excellent. In that case, I will see you in the morning. See you in the morning, madam. Alrighty. So, in order to go through and liberate the gold, how do you, how do you as the character, want to do this? Um... Morkhan is just going to pretty much, he will approach the, uh, the person in question, uh, pretty much be like, Hello, sir, I'm under the impression that you owe some money to uh, a blacksmith in town. Uh, is it possible that you have that money on your person? If not, I may have to, uh, you know take some measures to make sure that I do get the money. Alrighty. Let me very quickly look. Intimidation plus 14. Alright, so the first of the men that you... um, The first of the names on the list simply looks at you with very wide eyes. Oh, um... 
Right away, sir. I'll get that money to you right away. And he very quickly slams the door and you hear his footprints just rapidly going away (laughs) before they just rapidly come back towards you. He opens the door a tiny crack and just thrusts a pouch of gold pieces at you. Here you are, no, 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 no more, no less. That it, it was exactly the amount I owe her. Perfect. Thank you very much. All right. So number two, on the other hand, sees you are coming and seems to not even bat an eye as you put through your request. Uh, the Smith in question. She uh, she and I have an agreement. You know, I give her a little bit of money every month, and uh, she uh, stops asking me for it. Can I insight check that? Go for it. 16. All right, you get the impression that he is very using the agreement very, very loosely. You do not believe him at all. Right, that's not what I've heard. I've actually heard that you owe her a 10% interest for not actually paying up. He scoffs for a moment. Tough. No, nah, it's women, you know what they're like, and uh, she just always comes back and forth about this sort of thing, but uh, she'll get her money, you know, I I was even going to send off some tomorrow for her. No, I'm going to need that money now. 23 in intimidation, nice. All right, how is the 23 going to look to us? All right, so I'm... I'm like currently hunched over at like his doorway, so I'm not at my full height. Um, I crack my knuckles, crack my back, and I stand up straight, uh, put my halberd to the ground, look him dead in the eyes and say, the money plus 10% now. You hear him audibly gulp, which is impressive considering you're about five feet away from him at this point. Like with the previous man, he just simply gets up shakily and he heads into his house where you can hear the rummaging of metal on metal. It isn't long before he returns and shakily provides you with two pouches. Here you are, sir. This is uh, the full amount plus 10%. Uh, The 10% I, I measured out to be about 50 gold pieces. Good. That's what I like to hear. Have a good day, sir. Just uh, t- t- tell her that we're square now. She doesn't need to come after me anymore. Sure, I'll tell her that. Now, number three seems to be a fairly elderly lady who, as soon as you knock on the door, just kind of opens the door, looks you up and down, and then just slams it once more. Excuse me, madam. Uh, I have Hello? <laughs> Could you please open the door? I have a request. Go away! Uh, madam, please. I, I have I have but a question to ask you. Are you as bl- uh, deaf as well as ugly? I said go away! Okay, that's this. Come on, that, there's no need for that. Might I just, might I just uh, come in? Or at least you come to the door. I ain't letting you in and you don't, I don't want any of your business. Um, can I see her through the door at all, or is there like a window? Uh, there is a window next to the front door. You can see her sitting at a chair at her table, looking very satisfied with herself. 
Can I cast command? Um, let me see whether you can. Command. What is the limitations on command? Can't. It's not let me put it in the. Uh, sixty foot. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's fine. Doesn't say. Yeah, you can see him. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine for you to use command. Perfect. Um, and I'll just tell her to basically open the door. I know it's one word, but just open, I guess. Open the door. <laughs> All right. So you see the woman begin to very shakily get up, and in this case, it, she's trembling as if she's trying to resist what's going on. Let's see whether she can ultimately do so. Where is... There it is. That is a four. All right. So, but ultimately, it seems that the power of your magic is able to overpower her uh, willpower, and she very quickly heads to the front door and unlatches it for you. Thank you very much, madam. Now that I'm here, where do you keep your gold? So she looks up at you, and again, her eyes narrow. You're not getting any of my gold. Nobody's going to get my gold. Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to get your gold, and so will the blacksmith that you owe her money. So you better either give it to me, or I'm going to go and take it. Now, I don't know how much she needs, but I'm going to take enough. Um, Romy, let's say persuasion. Seventeen, very nice. So let's see if I actually know I'm going to use the previous four. She just glowers up at you before she just slams her door with a huff, and like the previous one, then she comes back. Take your coin and get out. Very much, madam. Now the final one is a much easier job. Like the first one, as soon as you walk up, he almost faints on the spot, gets his money, and gives that to you. Have a good day, sir. Thank you very much. Excellent. Alrighty. So, let's go back to Nero and Ogre, if that's the case. Um, You guys were in the Elite Fly. Um, Were you guys wanting to do anything else, or are you just going to head to the inn after that? Uh, I want to socialize with the um, with the off duty officers, the off duty watch, and just to find out if there's uh, what I can about the local crime scene, and also why I would need to get a um, why we would need to get permission from the watchmaster to get a boat. Yep. All right. Um, hit me up with a persuasion. The given my background in the watch, would I have advantage on that or? I am willing to grant that. All right, so a 12 and a 19. Very nice. All right, so the time that you spend in the Elite Fly continues much as... uh, So the crowd in the Elite Fly continues much as when you enter the property. For the most part, it's only two or three guards ever at a time, and for the most part, they seem friendly enough, though a little bit wary of some of your questions. They do relax a bit once they learn that you have been a watch, particularly in the city's capital, and from there, they just question you over all sorts of your um, daring do's in the capital chasing down criminals. 
Now, over the course of your conversation, you come to learn that the reason for the permit from the Harbour Master is part of the crackdown on crime, particularly the smuggling in and out of produce and other magical uh, illicit products um, from among the criminal elements. In order to prevent this, the Captain of the Guard has requested that a permit be supplied by the watch in order to prevent, uh, to make it more difficult for smugglers to come in and out of the city itself. Hmm. And uh, last thing is, anything unusual uh, been, uh, been going on lately? Any, uh, yeah, just anything out of the ordinary. And um, if I can, I'll use my detect thoughts uh, ability not to dig into his mind, but to just skim the surface thoughts. Yep. All right. Well, let me have a look. Detect thoughts. Do, 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 do. All right. And you're just casting that as a second level spell? No yep. worries. Okay, that's easy enough. All right, so over the next part of the conversation, the guards just kind of look at each other and they don't seem to come... Uh, they just give a bit of a shrug and just advise pretty much what I mentioned before to um, Rob and Luke F, that it's been a good year, uh, harvest has been large and so forth. The only thing that they that seems to pop up as part of their thoughts is that there was a guest to the air um, of Foxcall about seven days ago now. Aside from that, there wasn't anything particularly unusual and even they didn't find that odd enough to mention. Is, um, how far ahead of us would the necromancer be? Passive investigation. You would dare say that he is likely between anywhere between nine to five days ahead of you. Hmm. So an average of seven. Hmm. I think that's uh, Ogre is. Uh, do you think it's time for us to get back to the uh, squared muscovoid? Or it's uh, yeah. We've, we've yeah, had our well. juice. Yeah, done with the food and juice. There's no oh, real much... point sticking around these wet blankets. <laughs> the guards so look moderately offended. How much, um, how much would this have cost us? Sorry, Sam. Um, the food plus the drink was five uh, copper pieces. Oh. I nearly said gold pieces, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pay that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before long, you guys pay your tab to the barkeep and head back to the square order, where you can see um, Salturum and Tinkeret doing something with water and wine. I don't know. But it looks well, like... We, I'm, I'm sure we would have finished that by now, well, the water part anyway. Oh, excellent. All right, so what are you guys <laughs> doing when um, they come up? Well... <clears throat> I think, um, uh, my lord Tinkeret, it's time for us to have a chat with um, our colleagues Nero and and, and Ogre. I, I, I want to relay uh, some views I have about Salope Focal um, uh, and see whether they've picked up anything in their travels which may confirm some slight suspicions I have about um, the young lord. 
So I take it everyone's cool with that. Yes, <laughs> evidently. Yep. So, all right. So can we can we talk? One of the things I, 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 I you might remember that we had some evidence to suggest that the necromancer may be from a noble family that grows vines in the central region of the kingdom. Um, and there was some 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 talk about House Morlabat um, and a child that was kicked out of the capital for dabbling in dangerous spells. Um, now that w was one of the uh, 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 our suspicion that um, the necromancer may in fact have been um, the child that was kicked out. But but I do I do have some recollection of the of, of the rumours and gossip about. Celipe Fokel, the, the young lord who's just returned recently while the Baroness is off at the House of Lords. Um, now, I had very little interaction with him. Um, house Fokel is a minor house, but um, what I did know of young Celipe was that not many people thought he was worth anything. Um, there was a... Many, many people thought he was a rather um, obnoxious, annoying um, uh, person and people tended to, to have the view that he was um somewhat parasitical uh he had a habit of um sidling up to the toughest to, to the most powerful um person in the room um, and uh ingratiating himself um with that person to the extent of met his own men and um i think i have some concern that uh, knowing the gossip that I heard in the capital about him, that um, the ne that that the the necromancer or the the the, the, the evil that we do would be just the type of power that young Celipe, um would see uh, as a easy ride for him to power. You are suddenly interrupted as Morkan enters into the lodgings, presumably looking a little bit harried from his uh, earlier debt collecting. Huh. Well, what what have you heard, Nero? And what 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 did the guards have to say? So this is a particularly, almost unusually uh, law-abiding town. There's been a real crackdown on the um, uh, on the export of um, or the illegal export of of goods, particularly agricultural goods. Um, in terms of unusual things, apparently uh, our noble friends had a visitor seven days ago. Now, mm. the, um, there wasn't much, the City Watch didn't investigate, there wasn't much more to it than that, but it's, uh, the timing is curious, to say the least. Hmm. Now, <clears throat> um... Sam, that magical power that I was feeling, um, is it still to the north of me? Correct. It has just been a constant presence. There hasn't been any fluctuations you can detect. Okay. Um, good innkeeper, would you be so kind as to tell me in which direction the Baron's Keep is? Oh, certainly, sir. You'd be looking towards the uh, north of the city, I believe. If you head <gasps> leave by the northeastern gate, then uh, you should be able to get there. It's... um. It takes probably about an hour's travel north of the city itself, but it's on this tiny little island out to sea. It's uh, they, they say that they got a bunch of mages in to ensure that it was properly habitable about two centuries ago for the Baron's family, and 
from what I understand, it's a lovely looking place, but quite a lot of magic is built up in there. They usually have to get a mage in every so often in order to restore the warding. <clears throat> well, my friends, I think that it's incumbent upon us to pay the young lord a visit. Bring well, we are lords. And we kind regards of our, ourselves and, and commanded draw it. Absolutely. He may be able so, to offer us assistance in our travels. Well, I, I think that um, I think I think uh, Nero is the case that what 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 did, what, what, did, what did you learn about why we have to go see the commander of the guard to get a, to get a boat? Is that just a stray or is it is it there any, was a uh, any passage any passage? There'd been a uh, there had been a thriving trade in um, contraband going in and out of the port, and the um, Captain uh, Captain Pelicia has cracked down on that in the extreme. So it's a um, it all seems to be in response to that. And even even that has me worried. To be honest, the the uh, the degree of lawfulness here is the the rigidity of it is unusual, particularly for a port town. Mm. It does smell of something else, doesn't it? Mm. Well, who would be a likely target? Because I could try and charm them and see whether they would, they, you know, a likely member of the cabal who's stealing things. Well, we, we, could, we could do this lawfully, which would be, of course, my preference, and seek um, permission from the guard uh, captain to take passage. Or there might be a, another way, which some of... Uh, the more resourceful amongst you, the more persuasive amongst you, might be able to convince one of the, the local fishermen to, to take us by boat. If, in fact, the, 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 the Baron's, uh, the Baroness's castle is the, the nest the necromancer has chosen, then um, we may wish to approach it quietly. Subtle-like. We are due to meet this... Uh... Uh, Captain Policia shortly. It's uh, if there was anyone to start with, I'd say it would be him. But go carefully with your charming of persons on one such as he. I suspect he's uh, this would not be his first rodeo. It doesn't matter. And for all the, my, this particular spell that I use, even if they fail, they don't realize it's been played upon them. So. <clears throat> That's its beauty. Hmm. In fact, I've well, done it for you before. <laughs> as much as I yearn to hear Just Lord kidding. Pinkert's House Conard song, perhaps we should um, ensure we uh, uh, attend our... Yes, let's pretend that I've done it and we can do it in the, in the next place. Perhaps a longer... Mm -hmm. Perhaps a longer night. I'll do it again elsewhere. I'll keep on doing it wherever I go. So at this point, you are interrupted as the innkeeper comes bustling up, holding five cups as well as a fairly large pitcher of wine. Uh, respect to the house, sir. Would you like some more alcohol? Funny you call it alcohol. <laughs> what? What is it? Well, I I'm sorry, sir. It's a, a relic of my learning the uh, the common tongue. Uh, people do call it wine. It was a uh, brewed up in the nor uh, north of here, past Ustri. Brewed? In the central regions. That's right, sir. 
Hmm. And how long have, has Esherich been obtaining its wine from the central regions of the kingdom? Uh, for as long as I can remember, sir. It's, I got it, I've been ordering it, my pappy's been ordering it, and his pappy's been ordering it. Sure. Leave it here. Right away, sir. I'm not particularly thirsty. Something, uh, something is odd. Calling wine alcohol and then telling me that it's brewed. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, that just might be the DM failing his personal checks. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was reading too much into it. <laughs> I tried playing it off, okay? <laughs> was All there right. anything uh, that made me suspicious about the... Uh... About the waiter's um, demeanor. Um, with your passive insight, you d- again detect no particular malice. Hmm. All right, let's get things on the road. What do we want to do, team? Well, I thought Captain Palicia was coming here. Was he? Yeah, we left instructions. That we are asking for him to meet us here. That's a good idea. Once he finished his rounds, so maybe we'll we do just. Um, apparently he is quite the teetotaler, so yeah. it's um, it may not be a good look for us to be drinking in front of him. We're well, nobles, and he's a mere captain, he'll do uh, as he's told. Yeah. I shan't partake, <clears throat> but it's uh, it's like you say, you are the nobility. No, I don't, I, I don't want to be impaired should the need to unleash uh, my powers be required this evening. One wine has never impaired a pipe drone. Yeah, I'm definitely drinking. I'm only the lowly bodyguard. <laughs> no, you get your. Oh, you are the highly thought of lowly bodyguard. <laughs> so I think I think we're going to wait here, aren't we? Yes, let's do that. Was the jumbo any good, by the way, Sam? Sorry, that last part. Was, was the seafood jumbo any good? Um, it was all right. Not the best food you've ever had, but you wouldn't kick it out of bed. Hmm. Isn't it a gumbo? What did I say? Jumbo. Oh, good Lord. Sorry. <laughs> I, I apparently have taken my pedant pills tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That was embarrassing. Hey, um, so it's not like I'd be raving about the seafood in this joint, in this, in this town. At least not that from the elite fly. Sure. The smells and um, food that you do see coming out of the kitchens of the square otter, on the other hand, it does look a quite a sight more palatable than the seafood jumbo that you received at the Elite Fly, however. It looks yeah, like they do also offer a variety of other things, such as shrimp, um, cooked fish, along with... Prawns. Yep, that's one. Prawns. <laughs> I speak to too many American streamers. <laughs> yes. Um, lobster? I'll have some lobster. Lobster? Caviar? That's, yes, that's seafood, right? Too. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just stir eggs is what it is. All righty. So it's only about 20 minutes after um, sunset that you receive a notice from the innkeeper that Captain Petitier is here in order to see you. Bring it in. Right, just a sec. All right, that's how we spell the captain's name, because otherwise I'm probably going to forget. 
So the captain himself, upon first impression, you get distinct reminders of Commander Droit in a way. He seems to be a fairly stern man with the uh, hands which have been heavily scarred and seem to be accustomed to hard work. Even as he enters the room, you can his eyes immediately flicker to the pitcher of wine as well as the drink currently directly in front of Tinkeret and Ogre. And his line of mouth pretty much sets itself in a line so much that his lips almost disappear. Would you like some food, Captain? I will thank you for the offer, but no. I have a delicious meal waiting for me when I get home. Might I inquire as to the reason for your request to see me? I'll leave that to Nero to explain. Nero, I believe you had questions. Indeed, and it's um, if I can, I'll do the uh, my last use the last of my chi points for the day for the, again a detect thoughts, not mm-hmm. a probing one, just uh, the one that skims across the top and um. Uh, doesn't dig too, so he doesn't notice. Uh, I think he gets a save against that, though, doesn't he? He does, yes. Um, I think the DC is 17. Would that be right? Well, doesn't matter because he failed. <laughs> cool. The, um, the uh, Captain, quite a tight ship you're running here. The uh, You seem to have completely upended the smuggling trade. He stops for a moment and then just looks at you directly. Uh, Guardsman Melanero from the capital, am I correct? Indeed, indeed, quite correct. And you summoned me here to discuss my work ethic. Not at all. There's been a spate of undead all through the south. None of them have stretched their fingers, their cold fingers this far north. There have been no reportings of any necromancers or mages abusing their powers, if that's what you mean. We run a very tight ship in this particular city. All right. Yeah. Um, just a sec. Let me reread and throw in performance. Da, 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 da. I can post it if you want. That's uh, all right. It's just me literally rolling up. Okay. Apparently, I get another wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Which he also fails. You guys are picking on a man tired from his day. (laughs) Who's being a bit self-righteous. All right. Um, So as as he is responding to Nero, Tinkrit begins to subtly start drumming on the table a small but fairly repetitive tune, and even without noticing, you can see that the captain begins tapping his foot in time to it, and his body uh, language shifts to be slightly more friendly. I do apologise. I have had a bit of a long day, as you can understand. Yes, we. Um, I have taken great pains in order to bring law back to the city. I was appointed two years ago, but I believe that you already know that information. The, uh, if we wish to go to the, uh, the town of Ustri, uh in just 
three days hence, would it be possible to secure passage on a vessel? He gives a bit of a shrug. I see no particular problem with it. What is your intention there? Well, these, uh, these undead, we fear, are um, stemming from around the Astre area. It's a... Uh, at which point I'm just lying, so I'm not sure if I need to take a decision. Has he heard of anything of the undead? Uh, roll me deception. Let, let me ask it. Let me ask it, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as you say that, his eyes immediately focus on you with a hawk-like laser focus. He's still charmed. He's still charmed? Well... Yep. Is charmed towards Trinket, Tinkret, Tinkret but yes. not Nero. No, but I asked it. I said that. Uh, remember, I said, let me ask. Oh, that's what you meant. All right. Yeah, yeah. Whew, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wow. did get there first. All right. The jig was nearly up. Yes. I see no particular problem with that, so long as you are obviously chartering one of the uh, public transports in order to <coughs> city. There is at least one ferry between here and there per day, and again, so long as you have the appropriate permit, then I don't believe the guards will uh, stop you entering the boat itself. And do we have the correct permit? If you are willing to pay the five copper pieces at the guard's headquarters, I will have that perm uh, that writ uh, sent to you immediately. Oh, could you possibly send someone to do that for us, my good man? I'd be ever so grateful. So, um, he that... stops for a moment and his focus goes even tighter on your particular, um, the emblem of House Pipe Drone. Right away, Lord uh, Pipe Drone, or is it right. Air Pipe Drone? Pipe Drone Esquire. <laughs> and we remember our friends, good captain. I understand. This is a fairly standard request that you have, and I see no problem with authorising it. Now, perhaps we'd like to... Nero, did you want to ask about his knowledge of the undead? Well, he said that there had been no unusual activity from necromancers or undead around here lately. The I meant now that now that he is more closely aligned with our way of thinking. The uh, I whispered to, to Nero. Now he's... that he's charmed, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how to frame. Quick, it, roll I... for how well you whisper. <laughs> I don't want him to. Okay. You know, we're on a secret mission, and if he's in league with the necromancer, I don't want him to know that we're looking for the neck. Well, I guess he probably already knows, doesn't he? Um, so you said before there'd been nothing unusual with the no no reports of unusual necromancer. You said or unauthorized. Yeah. Is there? There are local necromancers then. Well, that depends on your particular definition of the law, I suppose. Under strict technicality, healing spells do come under necromatic, um, the school of necromant uh, necromancy, as far as I'm aware, and we do have several licensed healers around the city. Oh, I see, I see. And the, with the, has the House Foxhall been an ally of yours in your cracking down on, on crime? Our fair lady has given me full authorization in helping to cure this city of its crime problem. 
I do not have any particular rep- rapport established with the young heir, but I, he has not yet interfered with my work. Hmm. He had a guest recently. Do you know anything about him? A guest? Mm. If the young lord has been entertaining guests on his own time, it is not something I've been made aware of. Sure. sure. Nero, I, I, I whisper it to Nero. Nero, do we hear that the necromancer was with him? With the lord? Mm, we, the young lord had a... Uh, a a guest, a strange guest, uh, about a week ago. A robed guest? The, uh, the folks I was talking to, I only caught a, sh- a shadow of a memory. Hmm. Right. The captain does the, uh, the ferry trade. Does it perchance stop at the Baroness's castle on the way? The ferry does not, as the obviously we do want to keep security on the Baroness's manor as tight as possible. However, I do understand that it is uh, quite the sight to behold from the ferry on uh, one of the brightest days of summer, but you would be unable to catch the ferry directly to there. And if we were... I, I, I am familiar with uh, Lord Celipe uh, Focal um, from my time in the capital. Um, by no means close, though. But um, it, I, if I had time, if I was to, if I desired to pay him a visit, then what would be the process for um, for visiting, seeking an audience, and making my way to the 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 island castle? If you have made your, if you have announced your presence, and our our guard have indeed uh, reported your arrival in the city, then I dare say that the Young uh, heir, should he desire to see you, will request your attending at his manor, likely by tomorrow. Hmm. Um, we needn't wait for that. Surely, surely you can give us a card that will allow us entrance. So, my, he's... My, my good man. He stops for a moment, and even within your magical grasp, you can sense that he is wavering for a bit, as he seems to be fighting at least a little among himself at your particular request. Eventually, he just gives a bit of a barely noticeable sigh before continuing on. It is not authorization that I am able to provide, my good lord, Tink- uh, Pipe Drone. I... Uh, the only person able to dissent authority to attend the Baroness's manor would be either the Baroness or the heir himself. Well, certainly you, you move there to find it then. Lovely. Excellent suggestion. If you would like to express your interest in visiting, then we, I can also arrange a courier in order to deliver your interest. I'm certain we can deliver our own message, my good boy. Understood. Well, is there anything else that I might be able to help you with, or should I... Uh, arrange for the delivery of your writ. Um, yes, arrange. Please do, do arrange for that. Does anybody else have any more questions for the good captain? Nothing from me. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, thank you for your help, good sir. Thank you ever so much. So 
He, with that, he leaves the room and closes the door behind him. At this point, guys, I'm kind of assuming that you guys have your own little private dining um, room that you're eating in. Cool. Yep, makes sense. Yep. We're important. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to mingle. No, we've got, we've got, we've got important things to talk about. Um, That's right. Hey, if you want to mingle, you go to the public dining room. You can. You can go and mingle. Take some caviar with you. They'll make some friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the I'm sure the peasants will love this. That's right. Now, what is it? <laughs> it is fish eggs, you know. What's a fish? <laughs> Sturgeon, very rare. Very rare indeed. Right, what are we going to do, guys? We're going to go tomorrow. We're going to sleep tonight and go tomorrow. <laughs> I think we, we should rest tonight um, and go tomorrow. Mm. You can't take care of it tonight? Okay. All right. So, do you guys have anything further you'd like to do for tonight? Uh, Tinker and I think you want to perform? Yeah, I'll perform. Yeah, let's hear in, the song. In, in the interest, you want to hear the song? You want to wait till next guy, next round? Well, do you, do you want to put some music to it? <laughs> no, I, I know. I just, I, no, it's not that. It's just that um, I know that Sam wanted to finish up early. Yeah, yeah. I think now's a good time to finish it because really we're just going to um, make our way to the castle and continue our investigations there. Kill them all. No worries. Good role play session then, guys. Thanks, yeah. Sam. Oh, so we're not going to hear yeah. a song. All right. Oh, oh. well, we can hear this. I, I am I'm absolutely um, uh, excited to hear the the song. And I, I hope there's a part in there where you get to repeat the word cunt, cunt, cunt after House Cunard. Uh, not quite but it's along those lines remember we're trying to we're trying to destroy their name are we not and by telling the by by telling the truth yes we are that's right and but you know yeah so but that's that's the idea of the song go for it let's hear the song all right house house treasonous house canard it's on a it did discard Prosperity of the kingdom, it does retard. House, house, smug, house canard. People's welfare, they disregard. You might call them dirty blackguards. House, house, murderous canard. Their underlings left a city charred. Their very land, they did leave scarred. House, house, gross house canard. Their men are soft and their lady bits hard. There's no sex appeal, not to shard. House, house, selfish house canard. They're traitors to the state. They don't give a whit about your fate. No matter what they say, they are not your mate. House, house, cheating house canard. They can't sing at all. They can't find keeping a tune hard. Any note they aim for, they miss by a yard. Unless a cer- <laughs> unlike a certain handsome bard. <laughs> now, I, <laughs> now I end my tale of sad canard. The traitorous dogs with their nobility marred. From the House of Lords, they'll be disbarred. If you find one sneaking, shout out on guard. So none of us are safe while canards twist words. They smell quite bad. They're breath like turds. Lock them up, the dirty jailbirds. Lock them up with the criminal herds. House, house, house canard. 
Against their depravities we must guard. Run them out of town, feathered and tarred. Never to rule again, we should mark their card. House, house, bloody canard. Never to rule again, we should mark their card. Never to rule again, we should mark their card. <laughs> Very nice. I, I, did you just run through, uh, run out of words in ending in ar by the end? Uh, no, I just thought there's the magic, the magic of three. If you say something three times, and it sticks. Ah. Mm-hmm. That was great, man. That was really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. all for and it. Yep, and, and, and you know, all of it spectacularly true. Um, Indeed, it was based upon I fact. Mean, I, I mean, really, that's it's, it's that's not that's not just a song. That's a news report. You're, you're actually doing idea. a service to the kingdom, informing informing the population to beware. That's the idea. Yes. <laughs> so we, as we go, we'll continue to sing that song. I won't actually do it, but we'll see. I will sing it wherever we go, and we'll destroy their name. I feel like I might probably wake up humming that song. So, health <laughs> canard. All right, gentlemen, you've had a fairly roleplay heavy session and very nice work. I don't know if you can really name an MVP, but frankly, because of all that, I'm honestly inclined to give you all MVP and give you all one point of nat, uh, one nat 20 each. Yay! Sweet. <laughs> Any <Sorry>. objections? What's <laughs> the title? What's the title? For, no, 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 not at all. What's the title for nat 20s at the moment? Alrighty. So, so in good. total, let's have a look. Um, leading the charge... Oh, just a sec, apparently I am dubbing. So leading the charge is currently Luke E playing Ogre, who currently has seven nat 20s oh. away. What can I get for seven nat 20s? Because you don't spend them on a anything. dragon. A dragon. You can get a dragon. <laughs> but what can I get? <laughs> it's not exponential. <laughs> um, coming in second is Michael slash Nero with six nat 20s, but he still does have a nat one stored away. Um, Rob, sorry, coming third is Luke Fall, uh, F, who has two nat 20s. And then Rob and Addison, who both have one nat 20 stored away, though Rob has one nat 1 stored away now. Oh, no, I, 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 like I said, I have the five. I, I wanted to disagree with you, sir. <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my circle, my green circle, I had five up there, and I, that's what I traded. Yeah, but you used one right towards the end there, remember? Oh, you, did you, I? No, I don't. But if you say so, that's okay. Yeah, you will um, both use the nat 20 to heal the tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Cool, yeah. cool. Thanks. That's all good. All right. Well, in that case, I guess we will finish the session there, and I will get Craig out of here. Okay. Okay.